はい、皆さんおはようございます。Good morning, everybody. え、目視録もあと3回で終わりですけども、最後はね、えー、まあ今日地獄、そしてあと2回天国のことで、えー、終わりに終わっていきます。So we have three,、uh, three sermons left on our Revelation series. Today we're going to be talking about hell, and then for the last two sermons we're going to be going through heaven. はい、なので今日の聖書箇所ヨハネの目視録20章11から15を読んで、その後ちょっと戻ってですね、ヨハネの目視録の14章9節から11節その2つ読んでいきたいと思います。So we're going to be in Revelation 20,、uh, chapter 20, verse 11 through 15, and then we're going to take a look a little bit back at chapter 14, verses 9 through 11. Hi, Jay, you're going to be in the next chapter. I'm going to be in the next chapter. I'm going to be in the As always, we're going to be reading just in Japanese for time's sake, so for English speakers, go ahead and follow in your own Bible or on the screen.、はいね、しし so go ahead and everyone prep, get ready to take notes, and、uh, just let's prep to learn well today.、はい、11 says, また私は死んだ人々が大きいものも小さいものも水の前に立っているのを見た。数々の書物が開かれた。書物がもう一つ開かれたが、それは命の書であった。死んだ者たちはこれらの書物に書かれていることに従い、自分の行いに応じて裁
there's the famous painting by Hokusai who kind of depicts hell. And you know, in that painting, you have people being like burned up in pots by oni or like demons, and they're cooking them, they're eating them. Kind of got this imagery of like hell there. So why is this image of fire used all the time? And that's because this concept of hell originates from the Bible. でも why would he create such a place like that then? もちろん今日のメッセージでそれを答えようと思いますけれども、今日地獄という概念を理解することで、実は神の愛を理解するきっかけにもなると思います。And today, you know, we hope to answer that question through this sermon, but also at the same time, as we understand the concept of hell, I think it'll give us a better grasp of the concept of God's love for us too. え、と思うかもしれません。え、地獄そんな苦しみひどいとこ you might be wondering, like, how can you, how can an understanding of hell and suffering there, how could that give us a better picture of God's love for us? Well, we'll get into that, and hopefully, it'll be better for you, or you'll be able to understand it better. はい。そしてもう一つ重要なことは、実は聖書の中で一番地獄のことを話しているのはイエスキリスト And actually, in the Bible, the person that talks about hell the most in the Bible is Jesus. Showing how really important it is to grasp this concept. It's something that's really key for us as Christians to really understand, so now we're going to get into the first point. So today we're going to be doing a little bit more of a topical message and we're going to be tackling this concept of hell. So this first point, what is hell really? What is Gehenna? You know, and in this passage that we read in Revelations, it's called like it's referenced to the lake of fire. This concept of of hell actually came from um back in back in uh Jerusalem. It's a really important part of their culture. So back in the day, near Jerusalem, towards the southeast of it, there was a deep valley called Ben-Benohem. So actually in this valley of Benohem, they would rather than worship God, they would worship false gods or false idols and even perform child sacrifices there as acts of worship. And if you want to read more about that, it, it's depicted in Second Chronicles or even in Jeremiah. In second, in second Kings, King Josiah even called it an abominable valley, 
that's far away from a holy place. でそして後にそのような偶像礼拝の、ねえー、プラクティスがなくなった後、えー、イスラエル人の住民たちはそこをゴミ処理場として使うようになってたんですね。And, you know, as Israel kind of turned away from that, the, the citizens of Israel eventually started using this valley as kind of like a trash dump. はい、要はそこで要は炎によってもう使えなくなったもの、まあ、いろんなもの要は重要じゃなくなったものが焼かれていくゴミ処理場要はその炎のイメージがそこで生まれたわけですよでもそこで言ってるのはですねもう焼かれていくゴミ処理場というのはそのまあそのベンヒノムという言葉がですね、まあ、変わっていって、まあ、ギリシャ語ではゲヘナという、ね、そういう言葉になりました。And so from the name Benohem, this valley Benohem, when it was translated to Greek, it gave us the word Gehen, and that's kind of where this concept comes from. So in Matthew 5 22, Jesus talks, uses this to kind of share a little bit more about hell. ここマルコの9章47節48節を見てみましょう。So let's look at Mark chapter 9, verses 47 through 48. はい、もしあなたの目があなたをつまずかせるならそれをえぐり出しなさい。両目が揃っていて、ゲヘナ、同じ概念ですね。投げ込まれるより、片目で神の国に入る方が良いのです。ゲヘナでは彼らを食らうウジムシ、ウジムシですね。ウジムシが尽きることなく、火も消えることがありませんって書いてあります。And again, this is Jesus speaking. And so, Mark chapter 9, verses 47 48. And if your eye causes you to sin, tear it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of heaven, a kingdom of God, with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into hell or Gehen, and、uh, where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. Just hearing these two,、uh, these two passages, you could imagine how horrible hell is. でもそれだけじゃないんです。黙示録の19章18節、実は先週、先々週読んでるんですけども、人間の死体と骨が散乱していて、獣や鳥がやってきて、食いちぎってる、そういう様子も描かれてます。And you know, just to get even more graphic, and like how we talked about a couple weeks ago in Revelation 19, it depicts this whole scene of you know, corpses and bones being scattered and the flesh being torn and devoured by birds and beasts. The first image that we have of hell is fire. And the first image that we have of hell is fire. 
イメージです。But the second image we have of hell is darkness. はい、マタイの8章12章では例え話ですね。まあ、彼らは外に放り出されて、歯ぎしりをする。要は闇に放り出されるということなんですよ。はい、第2ペテロの2の17では、偶像礼拝し続ける呪いの子たちには深い闇が用意されているって書いてあります。ユダの6節では、闇の下に閉じ込められるって書いてあります。で、目視録もずっとその闇だとか光、そのテーマずっと出てきましたよね。そう、光に戻ると光と闇、要は神側の、要は神は光として、神側につくのか、また闇に。入るのかどっちかしかないわけですよね。もうこれを聞いただけでも恐ろしくないですか、皆さん this, でも、多くの神学者たちは、実はこれらの火や暗闇のイメージ,メージは、あくまで象徴、シンボルだ、メタフォーだって言ってます。These images of、uh, fire and darkness are actually metaphors or symbols. And you might think, oh, they're just symbols, so we're okay, we're going to be good now. So, what are they a symbol for? What are they a metaphor for? You know, say, for example, we got person A who dies and they go to, they go to hell. And if they go to hell, it's not like they, their body goes to hell, so it's not like they can actually be burned physically by fire there. Just their soul goes there. もしこれらがシンボルなら、霊的地獄の概念はそれ以上にひどいものだって言いました。He said, if these symbols of hell are actually depicting the suffering that one's、uh, soul will experience in hell, then the actual hell is actually far more terrifying. 要は、火よりも、ウジムシよりも、暗闇よりも、もっとやばいところなんです。So the suffering and the loneliness Yo, what 
you know, we're so limited with just our human understanding and anything that we can imagine, even the most terrible things that we can imagine, is actually just like a picnic when compared to the reality of how awful and horrible and, and terrible that hell, the actual hell is. Hi, so これから見ていきたいのはじゃあ炎と暗闇という象徴はどういうなんどのような概念を示しているかということを2番目のポイントで話していきたいと思います。So now as we enter into the second point, I kind of want to take a moment to break down what do these symbols of fire and darkness, what do they mean for us then? はい、それを理解することで実は地獄っていう概念は私たち自身のチョイスだということが理解できると思います。And as we understand that, I think we'll understand that hell is actually a place that we choose for ourselves. はい、まず暗闇、暗闇っての象徴って、まあ、そのまま分かりますよね。暗闇イコール孤独、孤立されるってことなんです。Now, as you can imagine, so darkness represents in and of itself isolation or loneliness. 要は何も見えなくなる状態、要は自分の存在しか見えなくなる。まあ、自分すら見えないわけですよね。もう暗闇の中なので完全に孤立っていうイメージです。はい、その孤独という概念に火という概念は実はその切り離されていく、要は神から切り離されていくことに徐々に崩壊していく、滅びていく、崩れていくというイメージです。So both heat,、uh, uh, sorry, not heat, fire and darkness, both of them represent us being separated, completely cut off from God. And it represents destruction and decay and the decomposition of self away from God. So it represents how we are already on this process of being. Decomposed or decayed away from God, separated from God. You know, the worst judgment or the worst thing that Jesus could say to any one of us is to depart from me, be gone from me. To be told to be to depart from God, to be away from God, is the worst thing that any one of us could be told. So, why, why is this concept so bad then? What does this concept mean then for us?、はい、so, let's go back to Genesis then. God, we were designed in the image of God. We were, created to, we were created by God, for God, for our lives to be centered on God, for that God to be around us and we were to enjoy His presence. We were created for those purposes. And God is, God's presence is everywhere.、ね、139 In Psalm 139, it's really famously written where it says, Where shall I go from your spirit and where shall I flee from your presence? In Psalm 
in Acts chapter 17, verse 28, it says, In him we live and move and have our being. But as soon as sin entered our world in Genesis 3, Then we started being separated and away from God. In Isaiah 59:2, it talks about us being separated from God's face. ですね。<笑> It's gonna die slowly. All of its bodily functions will just slowly begin to shut down. What about for us as humans? If we don't have air, what happens to us? We also will gradually die a slow suffering death with all of our bodily functions just slowly shutting down and turning off. So take an apple. If you take an apple from the tree and it's not connected to the tree anymore, you just kind of leave it on your counter. You know, as is in that moment, it's still a beautiful apple. But, but slowly it'll start to rot. And it'll become a Uh, eaten by世の中の人たちはその美化します。それは自然なんだって。年取って、え、劣化していくこと、死ぬことすら美化する人たちがいます。え、you But you know it's because our body slowly starts to rot and our, our functions start to uh, to shut down and that's not natural that's not what God intended. この世は永遠に存在するように本来デザインされているわけです。It's because we were designed to be eternal to to be good the whole time. 聖書では死という概念、滅びるという概念は敵なんですよ。And the concepts of, you know, decay or or destruction are opposite of the gospel. 
パウロは第二テサロニキの一の九節でこう言ってますこのようなものそのような者たちは神様を拒否って離れる者たちは永遠の滅びという刑罰を受け神様の主の前からそして主の道からの栄光から切り離される退けられるって書いてあります。In Paul and 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 9, it says, They, meaning those who have rejected God, they will suffer the punishment of eternal destruction away from, a, away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His might. So then, what does that mean for our souls to decay? What does it mean for our souls to rot? It's not that our souls will ever just completely disappear. You know, when Jesus uses the word kind of like perish or, or decomposes in hell, when he says that, he doesn't mean that our existence will completely disappear. He doesn't mean it like that. But it's used, the word used is apolumi, which means we reach its end. It's just like we'll continue to rot and decompose and decay, but we will never actually die. We will just stay in that state. It's kind of like being, almost like being eaten by maggots. So then, what does it mean for our body to kind of, or for our souls to kind of lose that function, functionality then? それは私たちの魂は本来神様を愛して礼拝して神を喜ぶために作られているからですよ。Joy, joy, to to joy, 要は神様にそれが向けられていないなら使い物にならなくなるんですよ、最終的に。それができなくなるということなんです。And if our souls ever become completely separated from God, then our souls will no longer be able to do that. That's terrifying. And we talked about the, the first step of this decomposition of our souls, that first step is sin. Put sin in, in different terms is to say that I'm going to be my own God and I'm going to make the decisions that I want to do. It's saying like we make our own decisions to find our own identity, to make our own purposes in life based on our own desires. ローマの1から2章でこのように言っています。神様は私たちの欲望の心の欲望のままに引き離したって言ってます。引き渡した
私たちにとって一番最悪な出来事、人生で神様が勝手にしてはいいじゃんっていうことですよ。どうしてもね、神様が勝手にしてはいいじゃんっていうことですよ。You know, so take for example, like say you live the way you want to live and you chase after and pursue the things you want to do and you succeed and you become rich and famous if you want to. And you might even mistakenly think that, oh, I'm so blessed by God and He loves me so much. But actually, it's the exact opposite of that. It's actually more that we're running down the path towards hell. You know, as a parent, you may be able to understand this a lot better where, you know, when your kids kind of acting up or kind of doing the wrong things, you as a parent can correct them. You can be like, no, don't do that. Or like, you know, if they're out of line, then you give them a little smack. でも大人になっていくともうそれが身体的にもコントロールしたり制御したりそういうのも難しくなっていくわけですよね。でも彼らが我がままでそっちの方に行きたいのも親としては何もできないです。もうやりたいようにやってよと言うしかないわけですよ
神様欲しいなら神様もらいます神様いらないなら神なしの世界をもらうんですでもこれが概念ですあなたの地獄は今この瞬間から始まってるんです私たちの地獄は神様なし、神様のためにしない、全部自己中でやる決断、すべてが地獄へのステップ、一つ一つ、プロセスそのものなんです。Decision, God, 自分で選んで自分がそうしたいから地獄に向かっているんです。でも永遠に天国で生きるか地獄に完全に滅びることがないめちゃくちゃ恐ろしい概念です hell, みんなこの概念もうすでに感じて見てると思いますこの世界で例えば、自己中になる、自分勝手に生きることでいろんなものが機能しなくなっていくってこと、皆さん知ってますよね。You know, become, 例えば、拒食症、アナレクシア。はい、アナレクシア、拒食症というものは自分の見た目がそれほど超気になって自分が太ってるんじゃないか太ってるんじゃないか気にしすぎて食べなくなりそれがどんどんどんどん自分を蝕んでいく病気ですよね要は自分の精神的機能も機能しなくなって要はある意味崩壊していくわけです自分の体もまた精神も。過食症もそうです。自分の満たし、喜びというものがあまりにも中心なすぎて、食べることでそれを食べ、食べ、食べ、食べ、どんどんどんどん自分の体というものが重くなり、そして機能しなくなり、いずれ崩壊していくわけです。自分の精神もいろいろ崩壊していくわけです。そしてイエスとはイエスと福音のために自分を失うものは見つける。まさしくその概念そのものですよ。Yourself, yourself, あなたの地獄の豪華は今この瞬間から私たちの人生の中から決断によって始まってしまっているというのが地獄の概念です。The concept of hell, the process of going towards hell actually begins now. もう一歩踏み込んでいきましょう。実はこの概念、天国が地獄かという概念は社会にも反映しています。真似しているわけです、この世が。例えば社会システム、政府、政府に従えば、政府のルールに従えば、政府の言っているシステムに従えば、私たちはその国のシステムの恩恵を受けますよね。サポートを受け、生活もある程度うまくいくかもしれません。Society, the rules, the 
the benefits of it. You'll reap the benefits. まあ国によりますけど例えばスウェーデンとか行けばめちゃくちゃいい<笑>水準で得られますけどスイスとかね、えー、他の国だったら貧しい国だったらそうはいかないかもしれません。You know, it depends on the country, obviously, what kind of benefits you'll reap. Like there's better benefits in some countries like Switzerland or, or Sweden compared to other ones.、はい、でもそのシステムに反抗したり、そのルールを破れば、法律を破ればどこに行きますか牢獄に行くわけですよね。プリズンに行くわけです。But if you end up breaking those rules or you break the laws, then you'll end up going toward to prison. そうですね、こっちが天国こっちが hell 地獄です。またはビジネスもそうですよ、商業も。In, in or... はい、ある人が例えば美貌というものが自分のアイデンティティだったとしましょう。Like, take for example, you have a person and their, their identity is in beauty, of making themselves beautiful. はい、これを得ればあなたは自分を見つけますよ。だから買ってください。こっちが天国。買えなければこっちが地獄。Selling the message of if you buy these things, if you can get these things, then you'll be happy, you'll have heaven. But if you don't have them, you're going to be without and you're going to be in hell. もちろん偽物の天国ですよ。結果的に両方とも地獄ですけども。<笑> and you know, obviously that's like a fake heaven. It's not real heaven. Both, both end up in hell. はい、そしてその美貌を得たらどうなりますかじゃあその美貌に合うボーイフレンドを。ゲットしましょう。そしてあなたというイケメン美女のカップルに合うデザイナーハウスはどうでしょうか And then, you know, if you, you can obviously、uh, go towards that, that path, then you know, you want a, desi- a designer house, a beautiful house. そのライフスタイルに合う車はどうでしょうか And then, you know, you get a car that matches that kind of lifestyle. あなたのかっこよさに合う仕事を見つけましょう And then you'll be like, you get married and you desire the new job and 現代ではどうですかもうそれを実際に手に入れられないからどうですか仮想世界でそれを手に入れましょうです。But in today's generation, if we can't get those things in real life, then we'll try to get it in virtual life. 仮想の自分、要はアバター。You know, you have a virtual world where you make your own virtual avatar. 仮想の恋人、virtual girlfriend。You make a virtual boyfriend or girlfriend. 動物の森みたいな感じですよね。仮想の住まいといえ。You might be like Animal Crossing where you make your own virtual little village around you. 仮想さら最終的には仮想通貨ですよ。And even like making virtual money. 結局、地獄か天国を目の前に突き出している売り物でしかないわけです。そして今の人たちはそれをインスタグラムで常にこれはありますかこのようなライフスタイルを持ってますかこのような美貌を持ってますかこのような見た目を持ってますか持ってなければ天あ持ってれば天国持ってなければ地獄。その繰り返しなんです。もちろん It's already started. でも考えてみてください。じゃあなんでこれが当たり前なのに、なんで地獄を否定するんですか誰かが間違いを犯したら
絶対正義の、ね、裁判があって牢獄に行くべきだって皆さん信じてますよね Most people, we would assume that you would think like if someone breaks the law, then they should be punished and go to jail. So, why do we have the same system? We have the same system. 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 If we so happily accept that if you do something, if you break the law, you go to jail, then how come we are quick to complain that? God who judges perfectly gives us the punishment that we deserve and people are supposed to go to hell. You know, if we're going to complain about this concept of hell, then we should first complain about our world's justice system to begin with. 2番目のポイントをまとめます。地獄は私たちが最終的に魂のレベルで自分を失う場所です。So let's just wrap up this second point. Hell is a place where we will have our souls decayed forever. 完全に自分自身を失うんです。今、この時点で神様がいなければ徐々にもう始まってるんです。Process, でも逆に天国とは体は滅びていくかもしれません、まだ。でも魂のレベルでは修復されていく人生がクリスチャンの人生です。But the road to heaven, though your body may decay, And be destroyed, our souls are actually being restored to its fullest, to its fullest potential. So, the last one, the And as it says in、uh, Revelation 20, chapter 20, verse 12, we will be judged based on every single decision that we make in our lives. そして完全にフェアですよ。だって神様はある意味私たちの人生一気に見せてくれるお前あなたこの時こういう決断をしてましたよね。あなたが地獄が欲しいっていう決断をしてるわけですよね。ってもう突きつけられるわけですよ。And it's a fair and just judgment because we're given what, we, what our hearts desire when we desire every, with every decision that we make. 文句は言えない形です、最終的には。At the end of the day, we came and complained about it. でもこういうことです。今この時点では、ある意味天国の方からイエス様が叩いてるんです私たちのドアを開けようよ。地獄に行くなよ。天国のドアを開けとくからこっちに入ってよって言ってくれてるわけです、今この時点では。You know, right now, Jesus is knocking on the doors of our heart saying, Come to heaven. I do not want you to go to hell. I'm opening the door. Won't you come? でも、ある日、それが天国の方から鍵かけられる時がやってきます。But there will be a day where that door From that side of heaven, that, key, that, lock's gonna, or that key's gonna be locked. Right now, you may be the one locking or closing the door of your heart to God. But there's gonna come a day where it's gonna be too late to open your door. Right now, let's open the doors of our life to God now. So then we come to the third point of what, so then what should we do? And you know, as we continue to read in chapter 20, verses 14 and 15, we come across this thing called the book of life and this concept of names. So what does that mean? Right, 
概念だって理解しましたよね。So we already talked about this: how in hell you will lose yourself, you will lose your identity, you will lose your sense of consciousness. まあ、コンシャスはあるかもしれません。まあ、you'll have consciousness, but you'll lose your sense of self. でも天国では自分を見つけるよう自分にアイデンティティ、名前があるんです。But in heaven you will have your true identity and you'll have your name. 言ってもわかりません。で、これ面白いことに、はい、ルカの16章19節に行ってみましょう。So, just to kind of paint this picture better for you guys, let's look in Luke chapter 16, verses 19. はい、イエスはキリストがある話をします。金持ちの話、地獄に行った金持ちの話、そしてラザロという貧しい形で一生生きたんだけども、天国に行く、そういう話をしています。So, Jesus shares a story about a rich man who dies and eventually goes to hell, and a poor man named Lazarus. Who eventually goes to heaven. はい、面白いですね、すでに。金持ちには名前がないんです。<笑> But it's interesting because in the story, Jesus never gives the rich man who goes to hell, he never gives him a name. 名前が必要ないからですよ。でも、ラザロ、貧しい、この世で何も持ってなかったラザロには名前、アイデンティティがあるわけです。But Lazarus, who had nothing on this earth and it was poor in heaven, was, was recognized by his name, was given identity.、はい、で、気をつけてほしい、思い出してほしいのは、金持ちは無心論者とかじゃないんですよ。And it's interesting because it's not like this rich man was an atheist by any means. No, Father Abraham, Chichi Abraham, to y o n d e r u n d e s When he looked to heaven in the story and he sees Abraham, he calls Abraham by name. He recognizes that, like, that's Abraham. Also, he says, Father. And he says, Father Abraham. In this setting of the story, this guy is a believer of God. Like, he believes in God. And he knows God's law. でもそれでも地獄に行ってるっていうことはどういうことでしょうか、so、then, law, God, 結局、宗教を生きながら自分のために生きていた人です。God, 自分のお金、ポジション、持ってるものを使って自分を形成してきた人です。でも逆に何も持ってなかったラザロはそれに頼り自分を作ってこなかったんで、えー、代わりに神に頼り生きてきたかためにアイデンティティを完全にもらってるわけですよね。But Lazarus, who had nothing, was only reliant upon God for his whole life. So when he died and went to heaven, he was given status, he was given identity. もうちょっと踏み込んでいて、金持ちはこれちょっとショッキングです。これがまさしく地獄の概念だと思いますけれども、ここから抜け出したいですとはお願いしないんです。Later in the story, when that rich man is in hell, it's interesting because he doesn't say, Save me, like I want to get out of here, I want to be with you. God. He doesn't like, beg, like, Please take me out of here so I can be with you, God. He doesn't say that. <laughs> he still doesn't want to be with God. Instead, he actually tries to command Abraham. ある意味、思考回路がちゃんとしてないわけですよ。はい
the rich man in essence is saying like, oh, I just didn't have enough information and that's how I ended up here. だからラザロ送れってラザロの命令してますよね。誰か送ってくれって願ってるわけですよね。So then he's like, so then send Lazarus, send anybody, just go send somebody to go warn my family. 要はググってもウィキペディアでこの地獄の生き方なんか載ってなかったって<笑>文句言ってるわけですよ。人のせいにしてるわけです。完全に理性が伴ってないんです。完全に理性で rational thinking is not there anymore ということですね。要は正しい考え方が崩壊しているわけですよ。はい。C.S. ルイスのちょっと例を使います。I want to give an example from C.S. Lewis. これ多分僕が覚えている限りこれがたとえだと思うと思うんですけども、ある、まあ、無心論者がちょっとね、あのその地獄の概念、フォーノをやらんだかんだに対して、ああ、そんなの全然大丈夫、耐えられるって笑ってたわけですよね。地獄は私たちの愚痴を言うことから気分から始まる。いつも文句を言い、いつも人のせいにすることから始まる。でもあなたはまだそこには完全に行き着いてない。But you are still distinct from it. あなたはまだ自分の中で批判をしながらそれをやめたいという思う願いもあれかもしれない。You may even criticize it in yourself and wish you could stop. しし But there may come a day where you can no longer. Then there will be no one left, no one,、uh, left to criticize the mood or even to enjoy it. Uh, but just the grumble itself and going on forever like a machine. そして自分の愚痴が機械のように何度も何度も聞かされ繰り返される日が来る。Like、machine, それは神があなたを地獄へ送ったかどうかの疑問ではないのだ。地獄とは私たちの一人一人の中に何かが成長し始めて、そのつぼみを早いうちに取り除かなければ、それがいずれ地獄になるんだよ。In each, of us, in each of us, there is something growing which will be hell unless it's nipped in the bud. And the guy listening to C.S. Lewis's story said, Now that scares me to death. So, the first And he realized for the first time that if I don't change the way I live, I'm on my way to hell. How can we stop ourselves from being selfish? How do we stop ourselves from trying to live our lives by comparing ourselves to one another? To judging others and criticizing others over ourselves, how can we stop that in our lives? Maybe 
just like in the story in Luke, like if someone came back from hell and told us all the terrors and horrors of hell, would that be enough to change our lives? Probably wouldn't change. Why? まだ自分したい、したくないの基準で物事を決めてるから、結局自己中心なんです。You're making decisions based on what your heart desires, which in this case is not wanting to go to hell, and that is selfish. So, then how can we completely do a 180 and reorient our hearts to want and desire what God wants and desires? That is Jesus himself and the gospel. マタイの10章でイエス様こう断言しています。その地獄の魂レベルで霊的に苦しむという地獄の概念は私たちが体験する身体的苦しみよりも日にならないほどやばい苦しいものだと言っています。In Matthew 10, 28, でもそれがイエス・キリスト自身が体験したことなんです、十字架で。But that is exactly what Jesus experienced on the cross. Like, so let's just imagine for a moment that we lose someone that we love in our lives. That is so painful. Sense of loss, ね、we have that sense of loss that lingers, we have that despair that lingers. でもそれがもしかしたらパートナーだったり妻や夫だったらどうでしょう子供だったらどうでしょうか But what if that was your spouse? What if that was your parents? What if that was your kid? もう耐えきれないほどの苦しみだと思います。絶望感と孤独感だと思います。That's an unbearable amount of suffering that one would have to go through. でもイエス・キリストはそれ以上の loss、要は自分の天の父なる神との今まで一度も離れたことがない子供が親から完全に切り離され体験するような虚無感を経験したということなんです。Now imagine Jesus' case where his loss was so much more significant because he had never been apart from the Father. He had never been separated from the Father. And on that cross, he had experienced isolation. He had experienced being separated and cut off from God. なぜ私を見捨てたんですか要は切り離された瞬間、要は地獄を。イエス様は経験しているわけです。There, word, 要はまず十字架を見ることで私たちはその地獄の最大限をある意味見て経験することができるということです。Cross, can, でも同時にそれだけだったら恐れしか引き起こさないですよね。But if all we experienced was hell, then we'd only be left with fear and terror. But Jesus only experienced hell. He only went through all of that so that because he did not want us to do that. He wanted us to go back and be restored by God, to have our fullest identity and to live life with God. 
私たちの喜びそして私たちの希望全部そこにあるわけです。そして私たちはこの2つを体験しなければ心が完全に変わることはないんです。自分の罪のホラーを体験し、同時にそこから悔い改め、神に立ち返る、神が欲しいと思わなければ、完全には天国に向かえることはできません。ユダの23章であ3節はこう書いてあります。人々を火の中からスナッチアウト、つかみ出しなさい、救い出しなさいという言い方が使われています。In Jude chapter 1 verse 23 says, He will save others by snatching them out of the fire. 実はこの引き、救い出す、つかみ、引き出すという概念はゼカレアの3章2節でヨシュアのことについて、大祭司ヨシュアの予言についてこう書かれています。And this phrase of like snatching them out of the fire, it's actually referenced、uh, ヨはその大祭司ヨシュアが亡命、ヨは、えー、バビロニアに亡命しているイスラエル人たちを神様のもとに引き戻すという概念でこういう表現されています。火から取り出した燃えさし、燃え,燃える棒という言い方をしています。And Joshua there, the vision of that referred to Joshua. ここで So then the true Joshua or Yeshua was Jesus. And Jesus is the one that snatches us from the fire and saves us. もう一回言います。今私たちがここで息をして、生きて、理性を保っていること自体が神の恵みです。Right now, the fact that we are alive, that we are living, that we still have our rationale, all that is by God's grace and His grace alone. チャンスが与えられているということなんです。It's to give us a chance. 正気を持っているうちに自分の魂がまだ機能してどうにか機能しているうちに救われてください最後にヨハネの目白く3の8そして20節を読んで終わりにたいと思います Just to wrap things up, I want to read Revelation s chapter 3, verses 8 and verses 20. 私もあ彼も私と共に食事をする要は関係を取り戻すということです。心のドアを開いてください
in verses three or in chapter three, verses eight and twenty. I know your works, and behold, I have set before you an open door which no one is able to shut. And I know that you have but little power, and yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. Verse twenty reads, "Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him, and he with me." He is talking about restoring a relationship with Jesus. Let's pray.